Good morning and welcome to Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I hope it finds you well. It's Monday. So Monday, it's never a great day because it's Monday. Everybody's back to work. Well, it depends, I guess, on what country you're in. Uh, as the outbreak continues, containment has been lost. Uh, we'll keep you all up to date about it. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. If you haven't called yet, you'll be calling soon. The website at allamericangold.com, where you got all these articles and videos and all of those things out there uh, for your enjoyment. Uh, if you're just catching up, uh, the Dow is down. 800, 900 points. Uh, gold is up 30, uh, 15, 16, uh, Silver is up 25 cents, $18.76. Uh, news uh, all weekend long having to do with the outbreak. Uh, containment has been lost when it comes to coronavirus. How big of a problem is it? Right now, now we need to really start to dig in. It was one thing. China was going to be bad enough. And, and we were all hoping. Hey, let's hope Wall Street had it right. Right? I mean, let's hope the morons that run the central bank here in the United States had it right. I mean, could you imagine all of these clowns they paraded out last week? Trying to convince everybody, oh, no, no, it's fine, it's great, you know, we're, we're doing a good job, just ask us, we'll tell you. And and here's the problem. I think, and I, I don't know, uh, I, I really thought we should have done something a little earlier, but I think we did a fairly good job of banning flights from China. Right, trying to limit uh, how many people uh, from China could get to the United States. You know, maybe could we have done something uh, a few days, or maybe, maybe, maybe a week earlier, maybe. But again, you got to remember the the information that we are getting uh, from from the Chinese kind of made that impossible, right? Because they were trying to lie; they're still lying about it, covering it all up. But by and large, right, the, the worst thing we had, uh, we did that evacuation, and there was a couple dozen, not, well, I don't even think a couple dozen, I think it was like 15 people in that evacuation that had been sitting at a, an army base somewhere, uh, had contracted the virus. Uh, then we had another deal with the, uh, the cruise ship. Right, the, that boy, what a what a disaster that thing was. But outside of that, we had very few cases uh, stemming from people we didn't actually bring in ourselves. Right, you know, we brought in, we did the evacuation, uh, we brought in the cruise ship people, uh, and we put them on bases and put them in quarantine, and and so overall, I would say, hey, pretty good job. And if it stayed in China, right, I, you could feel pretty good about it. But now, right, it's in South Korea. South Korea is the new kind of epicenter. South Korea, 
one week ago today had about as many cases as we did. I mean, a handful. Uh, as of last night, the number is now over 700 and rising every day. You know, every every report we're due for another one here. So let's just assume we're probably going to be closing in on a thousand cases now in South Korea. Matter of fact, uh, Samsung closed its plant, well, one of its plants, uh, for its cell phones. Then we heard about the the people in Italy. Uh, 50,000 people are now under quarantine in Italy. Uh, Iran, which we're not that worried about Iran, but it's there. And and now the problem is, is, well, we weren't banning flights from South Korea. We weren't banning them from Italy. We weren't banning them wherever the next hot spots are. It, and this is the problem, and this is why... Uh, you're seeing uh, Wall Street now going, uh-oh, right? Because it's almost to the point we're not quite there. They don't want to call it a pandemic yet. But if, if these hot spots, if all of a sudden by the end of the week, we're talking a, a, more, a lot more about just South Korea and Italy, let's just say all of a sudden now it's Japan and Taiwan and, and maybe some other uh, Eastern European nation, could you imagine if it gets to South and Central America and what the ramifications would be, right? And you think about our poorest border and all of these things, and I think this is kind of what people are worried about now is, okay, if this thing goes, you know, global, uh, we got a big, big problem. And I think they've already realized uh, that there's a, a big problem. That's a much bigger problem, right? We wouldn't be talking Dow down 850, right? We'd be talking the stock market's not open today. That's what we'd be talking about. Uh, kind of very similar to those with Fidelity and Schwab accounts. At least early this morning, both Fidelity last week had a problem. Uh, both companies were reporting issues. They're, they're just tests. Don't worry. They're just tests. Uh, for when they actually need to shut things down. Uh, let, let's hope, you know, when we get back, I don't know if you saw any videos of these cities in quarantine, but I do want to know, what are they spraying in those bottles? Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. As gold sits here, we are a handful of dollars away uh, from where I said, you know, gold's going to 17. That was already a, a foregone conclusion. I had no idea what happened this fast. You know, I was saying, hey, within 30 to 90 days, um, and, and we kind of did it in like six, seven days, uh, all the contracts uh, from June on had already crested 1,700 uh, gold got as high as uh, 1686 overnight. Uh, right now, sitting at 1670, 74, 73 dollars. Uh, Kitco was showing some weird uh, gains and losses on. If you were out at All American Gold, like gold up two hundred and sixty five dollars, stuff like that. Uh, 
those the the pluses and the minuses are wrong, but the number that they're showing, the price that they're showing, uh, is 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 accurate. It's within a, a dollar or two. So if you just ignore the moves, uh, those prices are accurate uh, at allamericangold.com. Uh, but we're talking before the break, you know, maybe what we need, right? We got to get Dustin Hoffman, uh, Morgan Freeman, and Rene Russo, right? Out, you know, that movie Outbreak. Let's get those guys back and, and see if they can fix it. You know, I guess it won't be as easy as, you know, early in that movie, you saw them uh, in the jungle in Africa uh, with Ebola and and essentially just blowing up the whole village and killing everybody in it. Kind of too late for that. Uh, but I've been watching over the weekend. I was watching them, and you have these uh, quarantines now in South Korea, the quarantines in Italy, obviously the quarantines uh, in China. And you you see all of these people, they got their hazmat suits on, and uh, they're carrying, you know, spray bottles like, uh, like you'd see if you, if you called the bug guy. Right, those canisters with the pump, and and you you you, you squeeze the thing, and it's spraying some sort of I'm assuming some kind of disinfectant. Uh, and I was I was digging in a little bit as best I could to to understand. So in China, if you're in a factory that is open, which is you know not that many, but one that is open. What what will happen is after I and mean, I don't know it didn't say the time but and I don't know if it's every thirty minutes every hour every four hours everyone's got to stop working and everyone's got to get sprayed down and then they got to spray like the whole place down and then you'll see them in the streets you know in Italy today and South Korea today and I and I'm just in my mind going what what's in there. Right, and what are the ramifications of that going to be? Uh, and and of course, I'm sitting there thinking about you know the like like a lot of viruses, right? As you try to stop it, you could cause a mutation uh, that makes it even stronger. I mean, you know, kind of like no one why the hospital gets rid of you so fast. Because they use so much of that disinfectant, this and that, and that uh, the the things that live at the hospital are much, much worse, right? The the infections and all those things. So they're like, hey, get out of here. As soon as we get you out of here, get out of here because uh, it's a lot safer for you. And I don't know. And I, again, I'm not uh, any medical professional. I don't want to alarm you. But... They've lied from the beginning. A lot of people questioning now, where did the virus come from? Everybody, uh, and I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people now are very skeptical that the virus started the way the Chinese said. Uh, most experts now, and I, and I say most because this is just what I'm being here and reported on the mainstream news. So this is out of Fox, uh, this is out of Bloomberg, right? Reuters uh, that these people are now saying, "Hey, 
Um, we haven't found patient zero. If it really started in that, what they call that wet market, if you will, in that province where, you know, they had all the animals and, and all those things, we would have found it. Uh, and people are now saying, going back and pointing back to, is this, was this a biological weapon? And if so, how dangerous is it? Right? What, a, what does China know? They won't let the CDC in there. And I only bring this up because I don't know. But why aren't they letting our experts in? Right? If, if you would think, hey, who's got the best people? Uh, who's been messing around with biological weapons and, and, and diseases longer than anybody? It'd be us. Right? We, we, we've got... You know, the whole CDC and all that stuff, and, and maybe they could help. And this is my point. China's not our friend. China isn't our friend. And, and now we've got it to, to where, uh, what do we do? Do we ban? Are, are we going to see travel bans? Now, hey, okay, well, don't go into South Korea. No, go into Europe. Don't go, right? And, and, and all of these things. And what about all of the products? South Korea is another major manufacturing area. What about these products? Is it possible that these people, before they knew they were sick, boxed these things up and made these products and shipped them off and they're all over the place? Absolutely it is. And I think this is, this is what the big worry is all about. And, and, I, and I guess what I'd like to see today is the president really get after them and just be like, listen, the CDC needs to be in there. We need to be in there right now. We need to know everything. Let's get it all out on the table so we know. Is this something uh, that's going to die off? Is it going to die off when the weather gets better? Uh, what what does it really do? Uh, I heard things where now they're saying, hey, that's 14-day quarantine. The virus can go longer than that. We're starting to see reports of people becoming reinfected. A lot of reports of people that have... Uh, survived it, succumbing to heart attacks a week later or two weeks later. I mean, so I, I know, you know, are they related? Probably. Uh, is it what the weapon was designed to do? I don't know. It, it, it isn't a weapon. If it isn't a weapon, put all the cards out on the table. I mean, I mean, it's kind of the cat's out of the bag already, right? The train's left the station. What, whatever other analogies you want to use. And you would think, you know, I, I know uh, in China they keep releasing all the things. Oh, it's back to work, back to work, back to work. Uh, today, a lot of companies are announcing we're not back to work. The employees won't even show up. And that's kind of something where uh, it, it just leads me to wonder. I don't know how big it is, uh, but if you're wondering why today uh, in, in a – Kind of a, a sports reference, we lost containment, right? They, they've lost containment. It was one thing if it was just going to stay in China and the rest of the world was going to get, hey, maybe you got 10 cases, you got 20, you got three, you got six, right? Everyone could have lived with that. Uh, now the, the, what's happened in South Korea and what's happened over in Italy and kind of weird – Right? How did it, you know, South Korea, okay, hey, that's close. 
right? You know, and, and, and I think a lot of us, from at least from a geography standpoint, can be like, okay, we get that, right? And I'm thinking, right, South Korea, you know, Taiwan, Singapore, Malaysia, Japan, Vietnam, right? All of these countries, uh, maybe they would have a little bit more than everybody else. But this went way beyond that. And then I just don't get the whole, I don't know what the Italy connection is, but why did it pop up there? Uh, And it kind of just, again, we can't ban travel everywhere, can we? Can we ban uh, shipping everywhere in the world? So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, This could get a lot worse before it gets better. Let's, again, we want best case, right? We already lost, best case has been lost, right? Best case was, hey, this was, Really, truly one of the, you know, the wet market story. And uh, it was isolated to that one province in China, right? That would have been best case. The next best case would have been, hey, guess what? Uh, It's just in China only. And China stopped the spread. And people are getting back to work and all that. And it was only down for a couple of weeks. That was the next best case scenario, uh, this one has gotten significantly worse now, which is, hey, it's spreading on top of, you know, and we haven't talked a ton about it. We haven't talked about the locust plague, and, and apparently now that's heading towards China as well. Uh, so there's a lot of things uh, that at work when it comes to the, to, to the virus. So far, so far, everything that we were hoping for hasn't come to fruition. So this thing got got worse over the weekend. Uh, we'll see if it continues to be. If somehow in the next week we hear more outbreaks and more countries and more quarantines and more countries, uh, then, then, then we need to start really uh, trying to figure out what are we talking about here. And like I said, the worst case scenario for me is I think we would do a good job Right, the U.S. I think I, I want to believe that that we are, we'll do a better job than just about anybody else in in who's coming in and who's coming out. But if it gets into Central and South America, we we lose control then, right? Because then it's through the border, uh, and, and we know that uh, then 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 I don't know what happens. You know, I I just keep going back uh, to to New Orleans. Uh, that hurricane way back in the day. I mean, could you imagine uh, where you're sitting there and saying, okay, no one can leave their house, no one can go to work, uh, and, and no one gets paid. And this is the thing, this is the hard part about this virus. And if it continues, people don't get paid. And it's not why companies' bills stop. If you couldn't, you know, Patriot. Let's just say, uh, you know what, we, the government had, had closed us down. Hey, no one can work, right? Can't answer the phones, can't do this, can't do that. I still got a mortgage to pay, right? I still got uh, credit card bills to pay, right? I got suppliers to pay. You got electric bills and light bills and taxes. And, you know, you got bills that got to get paid. Not to mention, hey, I got to feed my family. I got a mortgage. I got, I got car payments. I got this. I got that. Uh, and and now you're starting to to really see, uh, at least in parts of China, where now not only are the citizens out of money, 
the businesses are out of money. And and this is kind of to create this, uh, I don't want to use the word recession slash depression era type things uh, that could be in store. So let's hope that doesn't happen. But now you're up to date. This is the problem. The problem is containment got lost. Uh, South Korea now is the new epicenter, uh, and then that these there I think it was like I'll call them villages, but four cities, if you will, outside of Milan, Italy, are all on lockdown, all on quarantine. And again, I don't know what they're spraying in those things, but uh, maybe Dustin Hoffman and Morgan Freeman can find out when we get back. We're gonna talk about credit cards. So we talked about delinquency rates in autos, right? And and we know this. Uh, the people at you know the, the over half of the country, the lower credit score people, uh, auto defaults are near the recession highs. Got another one that surpassed the Great Recession highs. Talk about that next. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. In this year's presidential campaign, we've seen Democrats offer illegal aliens all manner of taxpayer-funded subsidies. President Trump is a clear choice, not an echo of this giveaway bonanza. Trump continues to work hard to reduce the enormous drag on the budget caused by people who are not in the United States legally. Last August, for example, Trump announced his new rule that green cards will not be issued to immigrants who are likely to become dependent on government aid. Since 1882, federal law has prohibited the admission of anyone into the United States who is likely to become a public charge. Prior to Trump, Many government programs were not even considered in evaluating whether someone crossing the border may become a public charge. For example, government health care and housing have not been criteria for excluding an illegal alien. That means illegals and green card applicants could be milking Medicaid and free housing without scrutiny by any immigration official considering whether to allow them to stay. The obvious problems with that kind of a system isn't just theory. New York announced that it expects a massive operating deficit of $6.1 billion. That's its largest since the Great Recession more than a decade ago. The cause is the hemorrhaging of dollars in its Medicaid program, a state program intended to pay health care costs for the poor. New York is a magnet for illegal immigration, and it sends politicians to Congress who endorse the likes of Bernie Sanders, like Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Despite Trump's valiant effort to keep green cards from illegals likely to become a public charge, Democrat-appointed judges in three different blue states each independently blocked enforcement of Trump's new rule. Two of these judges were appointed by Clinton and a third by Obama. Is anybody surprised to hear that? I certainly am not. When it comes to immigration enforcement, the American people have no better man than President Trump. He's not afraid to take action to protect the interests of the American citizens. And even with the full weight of the deep state against him, he's building the wall and making the key administrative changes necessary to make America great. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. In 2016, the conservative movement lost one of our strongest leaders, but Mrs. Schlafly's work and her voice continue through this radio program, our work in Washington, and the influence you have in your own community. Be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. We encourage you to bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. And join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, Pedro Radio News Hour eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So, what's happening, right? Is this the greatest economy ever? And and I know people are going to get mad. You know the homers out there. I, I like the president. I do. I think he's done an okay job. Uh, he spends way too much money. I know that. Uh, the tax cuts for his rich buddies. So they can't dispute it. That's a fact. Um, but then again, you know, with these new numbers that we got created about how we track unemployment and inflation, he's got the right to brag. He does. Nope. Can't take that away from him. But they're starting to be these cracks now. Last week we talked about auto loan defaults, right? This is. We're not, we weren't talking about 30 days. We were talking about 90 days or more. And in the sub, what we call the subprime category uh, was right near the highs of the Great Recession. Today, Wolf Richter, the guy's great, just does great, great research. He was looking at credit cards and credit card defaults. I just looked it up this morning. We're down to 4,605 commercial banks. Now, you think back uh, in the 80s, we had 18,000. We are down to about 10,000 during the financial crisis. But really, uh, when it's again, when we changed the laws uh, going back into the 90s, a lot of stuff was done in the 90s. The old Mastro Allen Greenspan that allowed for all these banks to, you know, you used to not be able to be more than a regional bank. That was about as big as you could get. Uh, because you any bigger, and you pose systemic risk to the economy. You just do. Uh, now, we're really, uh, you take... Take the 10 largest banks, and you got most of the banks. But uh, if you take out the top 100 banks and you take the other 4,500 smaller banks, the credit card default rate, and these are, well, let me just say this. I don't want to say default. Credit card balances that are 30 days or more delinquent in the 4,500 other banks 
surged to a record in the fourth quarter. 7.05%. That's about a that is a good half of a percent higher uh, than than the number during the Great Recession. But if you factor in all banks, okay, so you throw in the top 100 on top, uh, the default rate still only sits at uh, just just under three percent. And of course, obviously, at the at the biggest banks. Uh, they won't even do business with you. That's kind of right. That this is the problem when we we eliminate. And now I'm starting to worry. These 4,500 banks, uh, we get this slowdown, uh, and it turns into something more than a slowdown. Uh, we're going to even lose more of them, right? And 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 I don't know what happens to all the other people out there because the big banks they won't even uh, deal with you. Uh, the this disturbing trend now going along the lines of auto loans, seriously delinquent auto loans now at four point nine four percent of all auto loans and leases outstanding. So think about this: all auto loans and leases outstanding, five percent are in in uh, in serious delinquency, ninety days or more past due, uh, and forty five hundred of our banks. 30 days or more past due on credit cards, now 7%. These are huge numbers, you know, just to give you a little perspective. Uh, they said during the housing crisis, uh, just a, le- less than 5% of people were defaulting on their homes. That's what they, uh, the numbers were officially. Uh, but, it, but it really does make you wonder uh, what is what? How bad and how many losses? How much losses these banks can take? Because you got to remember, the yield curve, the ten-year note today, is within a basis point, not even a hundredth of a basis point from new all-time record lows, one three seven on these ten-year notes. So the banks were already right because of what the central bank had done. Margins were already under pressure. Uh, looks like we're going to see more write downs. And by the way, even in the in the major banks, uh, we are yeah. This is the highest level going back to uh, 2012. The de- uh, the delinquency rate on um, credit cards now the highest level since 2012. Still well off the all time high. By the way, all time high uh, for all. All banks uh, was about 6.5%. Uh, all-time high for smaller banks is now uh, at 7.05. Uh, and that is the other 4,500 banks. Uh, the, according to the FDIC, the average cost of funding for banks was around 1%. The difference between the bank's average cost of funding and the interest rate it charges on its net interest margins for banks' subprime credit card balances with interest rates of 30% are the most profitable assets they have. So this is really the big problem is, hey, the cards that we make the most money on, yeah, those are the ones that are starting to default even faster. So we'll have to wait and see. Again, uh, what does it all mean? It, it just is, uh, simply put, 
hey, people don't pay their bills because they don't have the money, right? And whether whether they're working, they're not working, if if they don't have enough money at the end of the pay period, right, something's got to give. And apparently uh, the thing that's giving right now is the, is the credit cards and the autos. Remember during the housing crisis, it was the opposite. People were like, I'm going to stop paying the house, right, and I'm going to pay the credit and pay my credit cards and pay my car loans uh, at least for right now, uh, it's going. It's back to I would say the more traditional route, uh, which is hey, let's not pay the the automobile and let's not pay the credit cards, and that's kind of what's happening uh, in our markets today. All of that's led to a, a perfect recipe. The Dow back down now 800 and let's just call it 900 points, 887, 887. The S and P's down 95. The NASDAQ down 340. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll-free number. Uh, this morning, we bought a, another about $25, $20 gold pieces. They're coming in from a customer on the East Coast. Uh, U.S., I'm going to sell all of them today. Uh, the 25 that are available at 1700 So you got gold now at 1673 uh, so what is that? Uh, Twenty-seven dollars, give or take, over spot uh, at seventeen hundred. I also have some five-dollar liberties. The regular price is four sixty-five. So you're gonna save fifteen dollars. So I know for a lot of you, like yeah, I don't have seventeen hundred bucks. I get it. Uh, U.S. five-dollar liberties. I'm gonna take fifteen dollars off. Uh, $450 on U.S. Uh, $5 Liberty Gold pieces at 800 951 By the way, according to Morgan Stanley, uh, 32.25 on the S&P is a, a important number. If it falls through that, uh, Morgan Stanley saying another big wave down. Uh, and, you know, again, it's computers. They're going to do what they're going to do. Uh, right now, uh, the S&P is down 95 points at 3242, 3242. Uh, so we'll see there. Uh, the Dow uh, right near its lows of the day now, down 920 points. And uh, Apple took another big hit today, which is what is leading uh, the Dow to be, or I mean, the NASDAQ to be down 350 points. It broke its 50-day moving average. Uh, and again, right, we don't know. Apple's not sane. Wouldn't it be nice to know? I mean, is it a buy? Is it a sell? Uh, how many phones and computers are you not selling in China, right? It, put a number on it. Let us know. Of course, probably not going to get that answer 
but a lot of these stocks now starting to react to the fact that uh, containment was lost with the coronavirus. Uh, you're starting to see pictures. And, of course, you know, in China, we don't get very much, right? you got to leak it out and sneak it out. Uh, South Korea and Italy, you're, you see more. But what you see, you know, the empty shelves, right, all of those things that you would see uh, in, in events like this, let's hope that it stops here. The issue, though, and I think this is really what everybody was worried about. It was one thing when it was contained to China, and we're, you know everybody pretty much around the globe was like, hey, no one's flying there, right? Nope, can't go there. It's a no-go area. Uh, but somehow it got out, uh, and now you, you, know, you just kind of got to believe uh, that before these people got sick and knew they were sick, you know, they were out and about. There's too many people, uh, you know, that, hey, where were you? Where did you go? Uh, who did you run into contact with? Did that person get in a plane? Or did that person, you know, and next thing you know, you got this problem, and this is really uh, what the big issue is. And so we'll see what happens here. Remember with gold, you know, right now we, we knew 1700 was going to get here. Did we think it was going to be this fast? No. The best thing we could hope for is the virus stops here, right? South Korea, Italy, uh, it ends here, but uh, most of us believe that's not the case, right? Because it's in countries uh, like Iran and others, Lebanon, that have a much harder time uh, probably being able to control it, even know about it, actually tell people about it. Uh, And it looks like this thing could spread more and more. So when we're looking at gold, right, 1700 uh, to 1720, right, these are places where you could see some selling right now, right? You could say, hey, it'd be great to get some profit taking and all that stuff and, and so on and so forth. And you just don't know. It's going to be very, very news dependent. If it breaks 1720, then you really just got to sit yourself up and say, okay, um, we're going to be at or near all-time record highs uh, before the year is over. Uh, Because, again, remember, uh, we had on the way down from the last all-time record high, go back really to 2013. 2011 is when it started. So gold went on this huge run. You know, think about from like 2001 to 2011, this 10-year period where it went from about $250 to $1,900. Then in the next three years, 2011, 12, 13, Gold had three what I'll call super legs down. We just now were, and I'll call it completely. I mean, I know we didn't, we haven't quite got there. We got to 1686, but, uh, you know, horseshoes and hand grenades, right? Close enough. We have now covered two out of the three. Super legs. So this one here, 
right? This cover here, like I, and I said it, uh, we're within a few bucks here of, of filling the whole thing. Uh, 1793 is officially the number. Uh, once we get there, then we go back to all-time high since 2011. That next super leg starts at uh, 1720, goes all the way to 1850. That's the first or the last leg for us to fill. So keep that in mind. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. U.S. $20 Liberties. Uh, these are on the way from us uh, coming in uh, from the East Coast at, at $1,700. Uh, U.S. $5, the old $5 Liberties. Uh, $15 off to $450. And again, it's hard, right? Because right now, if I was sitting there, right, and saying, well, what do I do? Do I buy today? I mean, aren't we going to get a pullback, right? And I can wait and get, maybe get it for less. Uh, and it just depends because the answer to that is that's logical. Unless, right, tonight South Korea says, hey, we got a thousand cases and now it's it's in this other city or another country comes out right and then and then all bets are off uh and then the next thing you know you're waiting for that pullback and boom next thing you know gold's 1850 bucks uh but but at some point um i think when you're in the big the big picture of things it's not gonna matter i mean what would the pullback be where we go 1650 right you know, maybe, uh, you know, $30, $40, heck, even if it was a $60 pullback. In the in the long-term uh, picture here, we've got a debt problem, a global debt problem. It was created by these central banks. Don't be, don't misunderstand it. And now... Uh, I think all of us now, you're starting to realize that, you know, and I don't, I don't like it, but uh, I think I was right again on this. We were slowing anyway. I thought Wall Street was in Fantasy Island thinking that we were going to go back to 3% and the Federal Reserve didn't have a clue. Uh, and and, I, and I've, I'm, I'm going to be proven right on this. This is something different, though. Uh, this could have a much, much bigger effect uh, people are already now coming out on TV wanting the Fed to cut rates in the in the next meeting already, right? Here we go again. Uh, the 10-year note now getting ready to take out all-time record lows. Uh, and the bond market warnings continue. Uh, this could really jump the debt. You know, we already know we're going to be over a trillion dollars the way they like to count it. Uh, something like this where... Uh, all of a sudden, hey, it's not 3% growth. It's not 2% growth. Uh, it may be negative growth. Uh, we could see that deficit number jump by several hundred billion dollars more than what they anticipated this year. And, and of course, we've got the election year coming. Uh, that, that would just mean, again, 
more money the following year, and, and you just see this thing, how it builds and builds and builds, and, and all the central banks, there's no bullets left. Uh, and how do you fight this bullet, right? I don't know that, I mean, cutting rates to zero, what does it solve? If, if, if people aren't able to go to the factories to go to work all over the world, uh, it's really not going to help anyone. Uh, eventually, this thing's going to die out. Yep, it will. But the problem is it's already gone long enough that the V thing that they were hoping for probably going to be more like a, a flat line type of a thing. And I think that's the big fear. Patriot Radio News Hour. Let's hope we get good news overnight. And uh, we'll talk again tomorrow. Everyone take care.